We're back from the weekend on Locked On Coyotes. We talk about game day for Arizona. It's the Arizona Coyotes versus the Calgary Flames in their penultimate game of the long, long road trip. We're going to get to everything you need to know on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlock right beside me on today's episode of the Locked on Coyotes podcast. I want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day. We are free and available on platforms, including on YouTube. We got a great show for you guys on today's episode. Had a couple of days off. You know, I think we, I think uh, both Carl and I needed some rest after a bit of a week that we've had in the uh, um, in the last week, you know, that attended council meeting kind of was lengthy and drained a lot of energy out of me because the council meetings do that. Um, yes, they do. Yeah. But, you know, glad to be back to uh, get to another Arizona Coyotes game day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, it's uh, it's going to be a fun one. The Coyotes have been losing in very disappointing ways. Uh, it's uh, It's been real frustrating to watch especially because they've been competent in so many other ways. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's weird. There's like, there's always something with this team. Oh, always something. Right. Um, but I think there's, you know, some of the things to look, like you said, they look competent. They look, you know, like they know what the, you know, like they're just kind of getting a groove on that sense. And here's another thing, right? They have played 12 games in, in a, on the road in the row yes they came home a couple times for practice but they played so many games on the road like that's just tiring right yeah. yeah i mean we very rarely see road trips like this uh especially so early in the season uh i cannot imagine that it has been fun for the guys uh i'm sure everyone like it's just like i want this to to end i need a home stand uh just even though like like you said they've gone home they've practiced there's been like days off where they can do that but it's still just a very rough time oh yeah absolutely but you know the, the like i mentioned they played 12 home games in a row they are on a 14 game road trip which means only two more road games to go before they return home uh, for their, um, uh, you know, first home game in a long time. They just got the Calgary Flames tonight and the Edmonton Oilers in a couple days on Wednesday. And then it's back home on Friday. We're so close. Think about that. Friday is when they finally come home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder, like, the the player locker room annex thing has got to be done by now, right? 100%. 100% percent be done by then i think it should already be done um it it should already um, i think that's and then because of that um the mountain america ice plex um is is available it's open to the public 
nice. Publicate is is available yet because I think they do a lot of they have a lot of other land inside the rink, but uh, but yeah, community the ice center there is. Wants to check it out. Um, I had kind of been meaning because I play hockey. Might as well see if they have stick time or something. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely it's nice that we're getting more ice in Arizona. That's always a good thing. Um, the uh, one of the major complaints that the media had was regarding the the lack of player locker rooms. We all remember those photos. Yeah. The players seem to be like really good about it and being like, hey, it is care. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they didn't care yeah. for the time being like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um but yeah, there's a lot of things on that. I think and a couple other things too regarding that is um you know, to see how, like, you know, like now that that, that area is going to be open, the locker room is going to be there. I'm gonna, I, I do want to touch on this real quick, and I know we have a game preview to talk about, but we still have a lot, a lot of time for that. Sure. You know, just, just to think about now that that center is being available, the TED is also going to have a community center. If you think about, you know, how, you know, the area here in the East Valley um, and I'll include even Arcadia area as like Molly because like it is east of downtown Phoenix. Yeah. Um, like how many ice rinks there are available? Like there's like people think there's not enough ice. There's Scottsdale, Ice, ice Den Scottsdale, um, Mountain America, Ice Community Iceplex. Currently still Oceanside until they decide what to do with it. I think it's getting, getting torn down. The one in Ted, if it should should that should the vote voters uh, approve of it and everything, Ice Den Chandler, uh, Coyotes Community Ice in Mesa, Ice Den Gilbert. I mean, not Ice Den, AZ Ice Gilbert and AZ Ice Arcadia, like all of that in a relative decent distance away from each other. Like it's everything's so close. Like, yeah. I mean, the the ice is definitely on the East Valley side. Uh, if you had to go and name all the West Valley ice sheets, there's uh, one. There's one yeah. in the West Valley. Yeah, uh, and, th- and that just speaks to a lot of what people were talking about and why the move to Tempe is necessary and why there is the a better chance that's going to be successful because you know it's where the people are it's where the hockey fans are like hockey is bigger in the east valley than it is in the west valley for a variety of reasons like uh if you ever want to get into the minutia of city planning it gets really fascinating but you do tend to see like these kind of things arise and you know it's nice that people who live in the east valley are going to have so many options and let's be real like i when I was in college for my first two years, I lived in Glendale um, at ASU West. We drove to Tempe all the time. It's a very easy drive to get to Tempe from from there. It's not a problem at all. So it is very much in the East Valley, but people in the West Valley can enjoy it as well. Yeah, absolutely. And like that's what I love about you know that area. Everything is so accessible. Um, why hockey works in this area, people. Yeah. 
Although I will say, like every time I have to drive to Scottsdale for the ice den, it's just like, oh, I hate this. I hate this. It's that's such a... the only one that's out. Like obviously, other than uh, Easy Ice Peoria, Scottsdale yeah. is the only one that's kind of like out of the way. Gilbert is like kind of, but it's still there, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Arcadia is pretty central. Um, pretty I often yeah. find myself. Uh, just in that area doing a variety of things so yeah it's it's I, all very I kind of public skate at arcadia a lot so that's if you find me <laughs> um but yeah uh but yeah you know that's that that's the thing too you know like you know kind of go, you know, coincide with the idea that you know the coyote, coyotes are coming home you know that that um that mold arena's annex will finally be available the mountain america ice iceplex becomes available to the public um and you know people are just going to be enjoying coyotes hockey for a while because now they have a decent chunk of road games out of the way there's gonna be a lot of home games coming up in a few months in like the next couple months like it's gonna be awesome yeah uh i mean definitely a lot this month uh that's kind of like the thing about a 14 game road trip you're going to get a lot more home games in the final stretch uh, of the season. Well, the final three quarters of the season are going to be more balanced for home games. So you're going to have plenty of chances to watch Coyotes hockey. Absolutely. Or we're going to get into the official preview as the Arizona Coyotes take on the Calgary Flames tonight at around uh, 7 p.m. We're going to get to all that on today's episode the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. But first, I do want to let you guys know that I run a busy schedule, which means sometimes I admittedly don't have all the time I get for the daily nutrition and vitamins I need for the day. And that's why I'm able, I'm able, I'm glad I'm able to turn to AG1 from the Athletic Games. It's a one-stop shop of more than 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you get your day started right. Just one scoop of the special blend and you're on your way to improve your gut health, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle friendly. What do you keto, keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, best of all, cost you less than $3 a day. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day and that's it. No need for a million different pills, supplements to look out to make it easy. One year supply of immune supporting vitamin five packs with your slash again is athleticgreens.com slash and take it over your health the ultimate daily nutrient insurance. I thank everyone once again for making locked on coyotes your first listen today. Listen, be sure to check out Locked On Sports today from the game that are most of the biggest stories will be beyond the scoreboard and the scenes. Local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today is available on the app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go ahead and now discuss the Arizona Coyotes versus Calgary Flames, Carl, in the penultimate game of this road trip. Um, we're, the Coyotes and the Flames are in interesting spots because we talked about the you know the Coyotes being you know 
competent, but also still just, you know, things aren't going their way. You know, they're not, we know they're not a, um, a good team. The flames have been disappointing in a different way in the sense that a lot of you, you know, the flames were one of the top teams in the Pacific division last year, and they've free fallen to eh, just mediocre. I mean, that's kind of what happens when your best player walks in free agency and your second best player is like, I don't want to be here long term. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I, I, in doing research for, for today's preview on Fat for Howling, um, I looked at a couple like Calgary Flames, like off season reviews, and people were like, you know what? It was bad, but. We're kind of optimistic about this one. Um, and that optimism seems to have been misplaced. Uh, the Pacific Division is weird, so who knows? But the Flames are currently fifth uh, behind the Oilers, which is fun because the Coyotes will play the sixth, the fifth, and the fourth ranked team in the Pacific Division in a row. Uh, provide the there's not changes to the standings because Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton. I mean, they also just played the, uh, not too long ago either. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's definitely, I don't know, but the coyotes definitely should not think that this is going to be an easy one because no, absolutely not. I think they're the, the coyotes. coyotes. Yeah. They're the coyotes one and two. Um, the Flames are the kind of team that will not underestimate them because they're still trying to battle their own battles. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think they're in a position right now to underestimate anyone. Uh, if you are the the Flames, you sh- you need to be going into every game like this one. We could lose it but, because you've lost quite a few. Uh, they're what, 11, 10, and 3? Not exactly a great record. Still winning. What I still think is is crazy how, you know, we've come a long way from the beginning of the road trip where the Coyotes were, you know, one of the good, I don't want to say good teams, but they had a really, really good stretch, right, for a couple games. Sure. Um, they looked really good, and then kind of things, like you said, you know, didn't go their way. They're like, they look competent, but they just can't, they, they can't just talent compete. Um, and the you know just you just you know look at all that let's remember that this is a tanking team still technically um that is gonna try to uh you know this year draft either connor bedard or adam fantilli like it's (laughs) um and that you know that's just the fact right you know because that's i mean to be honest i'm sure i kind of mentioned Stuff like that at the Tempe City Council anyway. He's like, yeah, right now we can go contracts and uh, just and we're building through the draft. I'm like, you legit said this <laughs> at a city council meeting that you're picking bad contracts, like actually on, on the record. Like, I love it. Yeah, I mean, that's it, it. Everyone needs to have like a very clear idea of what the Coyotes are doing. Um, and everyone seems to. It's fine. Uh, but I, I do think that it's important that they go into every game thinking that they're going to win. We always say it. Uh, 
players don't tank gms do uh so yeah and after just so many mistakes in their last few games they really need to clean it up like they got another two too many men on the ice calls uh against the vancouver canucks which we've talked about so many times this season like do how long are we going to have to talk about too many men on the ice? That is, seems like it, a problem that should be yeah, fixed. As we talked about, you know, too many men on the ice, and of course, also delay of the game. Two penalties that really you should not be taking. Like there are just fundamental, just dumb penalties. There are uh, there there are situations where like, I mean, all, all, no penalty is really a good penalty, but there are penalties that are you know like more, more worth taking. You know, like. A, you know, a like hooking an call when someone's on like a partial breakaway, like yeah, th- those kind of like, eh, you had to do something to keep that person from scoring, like that that's fine. Uh, potentially, depending on your thoughts on the game, like some roughing calls can be fine mm-hmm. uh, if you exactly. like the more physical aspects, but. Uh, and I will give a little bit of leeway for delay of game puck over the glass because you know it, things happen. Um, delay of game, like hand on puck, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, the the face off violation uh, where two people get tossed and you get a penalty, no. And too many men on the ice, like just what are you doing with those calls? And it's, it's what we call the bench miners if you're getting assessed a bench miner you're making dumb something you're you're dumb yeah and it'd be like one thing if if they got like one bench miner let's say like the off the one bench miner like a month right yeah but you're doing it like you said like what two right you said two like yeah there's there was once um and both times I believe led to a Vancouver goal. Or yeah. no, yeah. maybe the first one didn't. Uh I forget because they had eight penalties uh against the Vancouver Canucks. Just just insane. Yeah, it is it is definitely and so like those kind of things you just yeah, you can't make those dumb things. Uh, and the Coyotes unfortunately do do that. All the time, they make too many dumb penalties. Um, I mean, they just take too many penalties. If we're being real, still, um, mm-hmm. and I think that kills any momentum that they can potentially try to generate, and it creates problems that way. They just, you just can't do that. Yeah, and I don't know what it is. If they're just like, if they're not ready for the push after they score a goal, if they're just getting outplayed, they need, or if it's you know the long road trip is finally getting to them and they need some time at home. Like it could be anything. It could be everything. Uh, I just, uh, I'm sure we're going to have to watch it for, for the rest of the season. Yeah. We'll definitely have to watch it for the rest of the season. Like it, but we'll like, I'm, I'm sure we'll see a lot of, you know, difference in these last two games of the road trip. Maybe there can be like a spark of like, Hey, you know, like let's, try to end this road trip on a good note and come back home with momentum so we can so we can have a good game against the Boston Bruins Friday. Yep. That's the hope, right? Absolutely the hope. Uh, 
Just finish strong. I know it's been a struggle lately. Absolutely. Well, we're going to be talking about this pre-Arizona Coyotes is the Calgary Flames. We're going to uh, get to our bet online picks of the game. We're going to take a look at some of our keys to the game as well as players to watch out for. All that and more on this episode of the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. But first, today's episode brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. It's where you can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. They've got it all at BetOnline. And if you love sports podcasts, of course you do. You're listening to one. You can get those on BetOnline as well. It's the fastest and easiest way to get all of your betting information. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. I once again want to give a reminder to people to go ahead and check out for your second listen, Locked On Sports today. You know, they definitely go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with a lot of different news that local only local experts that Locked On can provide. Once again, Locked On Sports today is available on this app, on YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. But let's go ahead and preview, um, you know, the other things for the Arizona Coyotes versus the Calgary Flames as we take a look at. Before we get into a bet online picks the game, though, let's go ahead and go to um, keys. I mean, we kind of already talked about the biggest one in penalties. Um, penalties. What other two keys? would you say are important for the Coyotes to focus on to try to beat Calgary? Um, five on five play, um, which I think they've been pretty good at. Mm-hmm. Um, the power play is not kick clicking right now. Guy generate that offense five on five. Um, and of course, goaltending. Um, Vimelka has been keeping his team in games um, that they have no business being as close as they are. Uh, but yeah, I would say those two. That definitely makes sense. Uh, I think those two are um, pretty solid keys. I'm trying to think if there's any other ones I had in my head. I think those are probably the best to uh, to assess. I think that's really much you can do. And, and I guess the only other thing is um, yeah, start off good. You know, kind of like... Mm-hmm. I think you know, you've seen situations in which, like, still they have good starts and they're still able to bounce, you know, to kind of catch back up. But I still want to see a complete game. Yeah. It'd be maybe we'll get another Christian Fisher goal to start us off. <laughs> another Christian. I would, I would love to see a Christian Fisher go. Oh my God. That would be absolutely amazing. Um, but on that note, who is a player? that you want to watch out for? Nick Bukestad continues to impress me. Um, And he seems like he has a good chance of being like the dark horse player of the game every single night. Uh, Kind of like how Nick Ritchie was at the end of last year. That's Nick Bukestad this year. Nick Bukestad has been amazing, right? Like, I think ever since the dad's trip, he's just been like a lot more highlighted. Like he still played well beforehand, right? He has a really good, like even if he's not generating points, he has a really good presence on the ice. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. He has just been a, a phenomenal pickup um, and playing really well. And I'm curious to see if he can keep it up. Yeah. Well, um, so, so I'll definitely agree with you. Let's take that. Let's keep an eye out on, on uh, Nick Bukestad in tonight's game. But that brings us to our, our bet online pick of the game. As we take a look at bet online and the odds provided by them and get, get you our thoughts on how we think this game oh, are we going to bet against the spread or not we'll find out as we take a look right now as the arizona coyotes are point and a half underdogs at plus 100 we flame our favorite minus three to nine plus 285 if you bet on the arizona coyotes set at six I would say bet the over. Um, the Flames have had a couple of really good games lately uh, against the Washington Capitals and the Florida Panthers, where they won, I believe it was 5 2 5 1. And the Coyotes have been good for at least two goals of the game. So to me, that seems like we're looking at six two flames. Six two flames. Yeah. I don't think I think that is probably the biggest margin you've predicted so far this season. Uh, yeah. Against the Flames, a team that I do not think are very good. Um, so that's fun. Uh I think that the the Coyotes have just been making too many mistakes. The Flames are a team that needs a win. Um, like I said, they, they've won against good teams. I think they could win against the Coyotes. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I'm gonna slightly disagree with you on the sense that you know, I Coyotes have them as I kind of mentioned earlier. You know, to kind of drive up into this road trip, and yeah, you know, it's probably against the grain because yeah. Usually, if they're really, really tired, that's their worst. Um, but I don't. We've really, really approached it. Long kind of turn. Things get at this point. You know, I'm gonna say this game is closer. I'm not predicting the Arizona Coyotes to win because, the, honestly, that's kind of dumb of me to do so. Um, I'm gonna. Say, I do. I am with you. At this. This game is going to be. Oh, I think that the Coyotes will cover the spread. I'm going to go ahead. It's a a four to three Calgary Flames win. Four to three. Uh, I mean the the Coyotes have been keeping games tight. Um, other than like the Los Angeles game, kind of got away from them. So. I could see that. I could definitely see the four or three. Um, my six to two is definitely a predicting a very good Calgary Flames team, which, like I said, I don't even really believe is a thing. So uh, I, I, I'm curious to see which of us is closer. Yeah, I mean, I think this is the only. This is something while we've actually had a lot of different differing opinions, but I think where it's. Like, like slightly the same, but also like different 
final outcomes, like completely final outcomes. Yeah. Yeah. Very rarely are we so, so far off from each other, Um, which, you know, it's interesting. Uh, It kind of, at this stage, it's tough to know what to think about the team. Uh, Which one of the Coyotes are going to show up tonight? Who knows? Um, Just, it'll be a, It'll be a good one to watch. It's another seven o'clock one as opposed to those horrible eight thirty games. Oh, absolutely. That's do you want to, before we close things up? Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, I just want to say Jacob Chikrin has been playing really well. Uh, definitely up in that trade value. Uh, I'm sure half the scouts in the league are watching him, so you should be as well. So that's definitely not a, not a thing to pay the trade. I love Trey Um And I hope the best for him, whatever happens. And I hope he, hope he ups his value enough to uh, get to a good team. Same. Anyway, it's going to be an episode of Locked on Kaipas. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review. Like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We are available everywhere. You share podcasts, including YouTube. Don't forget to to interact with us on social media we're on face.com slash locked on coyotes on instagram at locked on coyotes and on twitter at lo interact question you might have i might answer right back episode of the lock on coyotes podcast thank you everyone for tuning in today's episode hope you're staying there hope you're staying healthy 